0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the 20th ever episode of Nerd Out Sanctuary. I am your host, Michael. Sorry, that was really creepy, and I'm not gonna lie, this shit on my face is uh, getting really, really, it's kind of suffocating, honestly. It's really, it's fucking annoying. Ugh. Ah. Ah. Oh. All my earphones. Jesus. Fuck that. (laughs) Uh, I have to wear that all day when I'm at work. By the way I can't even see anything with those glasses hold on coming back holy shit hello guys oh man sorry I banged the table but uh yeah how you guys doing that's right oh you hope hopefully you guys are doing okay I know the country's kind of opening up a little bit here um I know some uh counties by me have gone to code yellow which means uh they're gonna be starting opening up some stuff I got my uh some uh tea with some, uh, whiskey in it, so, it's really good, too, it's like, uh, sweet tea whiskey from South Carolina, shout out to my friend Andrew, who, uh, took us to that, uh, distillery for that, and that was kind of the shit, but, um, I hope you guys can hear me pretty well, move the mic a little bit closer here, yeah, there we go, I think we're good, but, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a bit. It's been it's been a minute, a little bit. I what? It's been like a week since I've uploaded my last episode. I think I'm recording this on a Saturday. Hopefully, I have this up by a Sunday night, perhaps, so you guys can like have it um, for the beginning of the week. But uh, yeah, so um, got to it's gonna be a little interesting, a little bit of a different episode to you. I'm reviewing an, my next video game, which is cool. That's kind of that's gonna be the shit. I'm also reviewing something Star Wars. So, you know, that's going to be interesting, um, and I'm going to run down another top five of my top 100, and at the very end of this episode, I'm going to kind of get into another new segment, um, that I'm introducing to the show. It's probably, it's not going to be done every episode, but maybe occasionally, depending on you guys, though, depending on you guys. We'll get to that later at the end of the, the episode, but, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm doing pretty well, you know, uh, it's been a pretty productive day, got my car inspected today, which was interesting, um, but, um, yeah, um, had to pay for another tire, which kind of sucked, it was like 170 bucks for the inspection in the tire, but, eh, you know, could have been worse, could have been like a thousand dollar problem, like, some other times I've gone to the, you know, get my, get an inspection, but, um, yeah, so uh, that's been done. I did my laundry, did my dishes, visited my mom. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a good day. Now I'm uh, recording this episode, so I'm just going to be an ultra productive. I am ultra productive Mike today. Hell yeah! But, uh, yeah, so uh, without further adieu, let's just get into the show with the first topic that I'm going to be talking about. My next video game that I'm going to be reviewing on here, I finally played God of War. Yes, uh, on PS4, the newer one. I guess the fourth one, Um, God of War. If you're unfamiliar with God of War, you play as uh, Kratos. He is a god. He's the son of Zeus. Um, The past games have usually focused on Greek mythology, but not this one. This one uh, takes place using uh, Norse mythology. You know, your Odin, Thor, you know, all that bullshit. Um, and in this one, you actually have a son, and his name is Atreus, and you start off the game, um, uh, burning a, uh, um, a little, like, sort of after-death ceremony of, uh, Kratos' uh, I guess wife, or the, mo- the mother to Atreus. Um, so, and you, like, you want your, the goal of the game is to take her ashes up to the toppest, to the top of the highest peak in, um, all the realms, So, that's kind of where you start in the game, um, that's, that's the plot, basically, and it's, you know, you developing a relationship with, you know, your son, Atreus. So, that's kind of where we're at, um, I'm not gonna lie, I have never played any of the other God of War games, uh, when I was in, you know, between, like, Xbox 360 and PS3, I had an Xbox 360, so, um i never really got i never got into the uh, god of wars because i never really had a playstation until i got my ps4 so but i will say if you're like me and you haven't played any of them and that kind of like stirs you off a little bit uh don't let it uh because i kind of let it and i'm definitely hugely uh late to this party um and it's a pretty good party it's a it's a pretty good party uh let's just say that um uh, there's a lot there was a lot of hype i know my brother played it and he's like oh, this is like the one of the best games i've ever played i'm like all right dude m- m- relax <laughs> chill out and uh we'll see um it gets pretty close <laughs> um it's it's definitely one of the i i believe it's probably one of the most um one of the best narrative single player driven games uh for sure but we'll get into a little bit of more of a specifics there definitely a system seller i definitely get yeah like, launching your system with a game like this, I mean, they didn't launch it with this, this game, but definitely, PS, like, let's just all acknowledge the, like, the fact that PS4 has the best exclusives, and we're talking this, we're talking Last of Us Remastered, which is the shit, um, we're talking what, Horizon Zero Dawn that I heard was fucking amazing, Um, I played Detroit Become Human, which was really interesting. I actually really liked that game. I mean, again, again, the gameplay is non-existent, but it's still a cool story. Um, What else is there? I mean, they have MLB The Show, which is the shit, even though it's kind of been kind of tanking in quality over the years because sports games in general have been tanking. But, I mean, I'm a baseball guy. As you can see by my pirate mug, Pittsburgh pirate mug. I know. I'm a Pittsburgh pirate fan. I hate myself. It's like a match made in heaven. We both hate ourselves. But, um, yeah, uh, you know, they're loaded with exclusives. Just absolutely loaded. And I think this is probably one of the best, if not the best, exclusive on the PS4. So, yeah, like I said before, probably one of the um, best narrative single-player experiences you could have on this current gen- generation of games, for sure. Plus, I think it's pretty cheap right now i believe i remember i got it when it was like on sale for like 10 bucks holy shit what a deal um but yeah so let's just get into a little bit of the specifics of the game um the combat um is some of the greatest i have ever experienced it's so much fun um, in the past games, Kratos would have those, like, chaos blades. Those, like, those chains where you'd, like, whip them around. Now, a spo- little bit of a spoiler. You do get those back in, like, the middle of the game. A tw- little bit towards the end of the game. Um, and those are the shit. But, like, you start out the game with this axe. And it's, like, the greatest weapon in the world. Like, you get, you can fucking throw it and, like, recall it. It's It's so gratifying. It's some of the best gameplay mechanics ever. It's so so much fun to just hack and slash your way through and just oh my god and the different types of uh um abilities and like combos that you could develop like the the amount of abilities that you have here are pretty cool um they treat uh like uh combat like uh abilities sort of like loot pickups which is kind of kind of neat i kind of like that and like you kind of get some passive abilities and more other attacks as you like like you know gain experience you can spend experience to like through your tree uh, which is really cool and just like basically just trying to combine them and how to use them in particular situations and against particular unique enemies it's another thing about this game the enemies the enemy types are very cool very unique to each realm and very different to fight and very fun to fight too which is really awesome but yeah, like, you can go really deep with the combat here if you really want to, like, really master it. I mean, I just kind of played it through once, and I wanted to experience the story, so I didn't, like, spend 40 hours playing this game, but I spent, like, a good 20, 20 to 25 hours playing it. Ah, boy, maybe maybe closer to 30, actually. I don't know. We'll. I, I didn't count, but very, very deep combat. I really like that. Honestly, there was a lot of, there's so many abilities that I actually kind of forgot that I had some of them until like, I start, I like, I went back to the upgrade, the skills upgrade screen. I'm like, oh wait, yeah, I unlocked that ability. Uh, why am I not using that? That would have been nice to use against this bitch (laughs) for that fight. Um, we'll get into a little bit of the, the Valkyries later, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's who i'm referring to those bitches <laughs> fucking valkyries are the worst so cheap but fun to fight but uh yeah so and and like i said the enemies are very unique and really fun to kill so that's all that's always good that the enemies are really fun to kill but um yeah um the graphics i mean kind of self-explanatory here i mean the graphics are f- insane like they're so good it's ridiculous how good they are I mean, very photorealistic, Kratos looks awesome, Atreus looks great, the facial animations during cutscenes are spectacular, um, yeah, I mean, the enemies that you fight are really cool and very unique looking, the art design is the shit, um, yeah, everything about the graphics, plus there's certain scenes that you're just like, wow, bro, like, the first time you call the, uh, the world serpent, like, my mind, my mouth just dropped, I was like, this is insane. Plus, the sound quality is the shit. Play this game with headphones on, man. It is. It, it's not like playing it with just like like regular TV speakers. If you play video games with like TV speakers, like what are you doing? Get a gaming headset. Just do it. It's such a it's such a great investment to do. Just spend the money. It's like a good a gaming headsets. Like what around a hundred, a hundred twenty dollars. I have the Steel Series ones um they're fantastic um and they're pretty sturdy too don't buy the ones from really don't buy the ones from sony they're really good sound quality but they really they break easily and there are some parts on them that are just cheap plastic that will break in like within a year and that's what happened to me and then i had like you know i had a fucking glue gun it and then duct tape it and that bought me like another 2 years which was nice but like that was so much effort to do that and it's just just spend the extra twenty dollars and buy another one that's better. Um, so yeah, graphics are the shit. Um, I think the main thing that I really loved about this game, though, was the relationship that develops over time with your son, Atreus. Kratos and Atreus, and Kratos and Trey's. Kratos and Atreus's relationship with one another really develops and is really cool. You know, see to see how both of the characters really evolve over time, and that's always what I want to see out of a story. Character arcs, or that's what makes me care. But uh, yeah, Atreus is also the shit, boy, boy, <laughs> <laughs> fucking literally. Um, you you can't you honestly cannot count how many times a Kratos um says boy <laughs> through the entire game. The only time Kratos um calls Atreus by his name is when he's like really panicked, and he's afraid, which is, again, a really awesome touch. Every other time, he just says boy, which is hilarious, but also very, like, really cool. It makes the the times where he you know, refers to him as Atreus very, a lot more you know, like, holy shit, or like, very touching moments, which I thought was really cool. Surprising amount of heart to this game between those two, which I really liked a lot. Let me uh, try to get a little bit closer to the mic. Maybe not. Maybe, uh, just, just kind of zone up my voice a little bit but uh yeah um I just love their relationship and it just like you know it it touches it like it touches you on a deep emotional level and I don't even have a son and uh especially if you're a father who has like a who has a son I'm sure this game is a lot more important to you so if if that's if that's your thing definitely check this one out for sure um Let's just, uh, also Atreus, like, I mean, you, you might think this is just, like, another, like, escort mission game, but, like, honestly, if you're familiar with, um, what's the game, Bioshock Infinite, your companion, I forget what her name was, but, like, she was really useful, and she gave you ammo whenever you really needed it, which was the shit. But Atreus, like, fights with you in, in battle, and he's incredibly useful, and you can actually upgrade him to do even more in combat, which is the shit, and plus, when he gets some different type of special arrows, you can, like, you can really fuck some shit up, which is awesome. And you can, like, stun your enemies and, like, really, like, hold them for you and then just, like, actually just, like, beat the shit out of them, which is is just amazing. So, yeah, Atreus is incredibly useful and just, it just just makes the game so much more fun having, like, another person, like, with you while you're playing it because, like, you get these really interesting dialogue scenes like scenes when you're just like walking through a corridor between Kratos and Atreus and it's just very it's very investing and really brings you into the world and that's another thing that I absolutely loved about the game is just the actual in-depth mythology and the lore was really cool and like you know every time you discover something whether it's a Writing on the wall where another enemy, you can, like, you know, Atreus, like, writes it down in his journal, and you can read his journal, which is really cool, and also supplies some, a little bit of comedic elements where he, like, refers to his father in um, his journal, and it's just really fun to to read that. And it's also just really cool and interesting to, like, learn a lot more about Norse mythology. So, and that's re- that's really in this game, so that's kind of the shit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, um, I, I just think the the but the, the uh, relationship between the two is just really what makes really sets this game apart from pr- I'm I'm guessing the rest of the series um I've been I've I've talked to multiple people who are fans of this series and they say this one is the best of the series so yeah um it's it's awesome it's similar to the last of us a little bit you know with your develop uh, with your relationship developing with Ellie so yeah um definitely this is definitely Definitely the shit. Now, some say well, this was a, a perfect masterpiece. I would say there's a little, little thing that kind of draws it back for me a little bit. Um, but it's just one small thing. Um, I, sometimes in the story, it's always not very complex. Um, and it's not very, like, intricate and that interesting. What makes it interesting is the relationship between Kratos and Atreus, like I said. So, like, throughout the story, like, you hit into a shit ton of roadblocks and some of them you're kind of just kind of rolling your eyes. You're like, really? Really? We can't go through that? It's just a cloud. Really, guys? We have to go to this round to get this thing and then come all the way back and then go here. It's like, all right, whatever. But the game is so good that you're okay with doing that. So that's just kind of, like, my one one little nitpick 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 (laughs) uh but um yeah so other than that the game's fucking awesome so uh just overall oh oh, oh, a worthy game to buy especially uh during a time of quarantine if you're still quarantined right now pick this one up i'm sure it's what no more than 20 bucks it's it's worth 60 it's worth a full price for sure Sorry, my hair is, like, all messed up. It's also pretty hot in my room, so I might be sweating a little bit, but whatever, okay? I don't give a shit. Fuck you for judging me. Boys. Boy. Boy. <laughs> What's wrong with me, guys? It's so weird. I'm such a weirdo. But, um, yeah. Um. <sighs> uh, I mean... Also, oh yeah, but also when you complete the game. Sorry, I just kind of lost track of my, my my mind here. I'm losing my mind, even though I'm not quarantined anymore. I'm te- I'm working and I'm out and about still. But uh, yeah, also I'm state I'm safe though. I'm wearing the mask and those goggles and those eyes protection. You know those. You know you gotta watch out for the COVID nineteen. You know you might even get it up your ass. Who knows? It's everywhere in your ears in your nostrils and your and and in your butthole, probably under your genitals as well. So. Yeah. But my last point about God of War is uh, after you finish the main story, um, there's uh, depending on how, how much you did throughout, there might be a shit ton of stuff to do after you complete the game. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to do in this game. So don't just think this is just like, oh, it's just a linear story and then you're done like The Last of Us. You just play the story and that's it there's no side missions or anything no there's side missions in in this game which you can wait until after you complete the main story everything that you everything that you can do in like whatever time you can complete after the main story that that goes for side missions um, treasure maps um, you can find treasure um uh, there's, a uh, different realms. Some, uh, I think there's one or two realms that just kind of open up right at the end of the game. There's another realm that you can unlock that kind of, it's like a trial. It's like a time trial where you have to kill a certain amount of enemies in a certain amount of time. That's a really fun thing to do. And plus like the setting of the realm is really cool. It's like a lava realm. It's fucking sick. Um, there's different armors to craft and like armor to upgrade and you can upgrade your weapons. You can fully like upgrade your, both of your characters, um, the Valkyries, there's, I think, 12 of them, and I think if you kill them all, you can kill the last one, which, like, infuses all the abilities of all of them. Um, yeah, prepare to get your ass raped for those, though, because they are extremely hard to fight. Those are the bitches that I was rever- referring to early on in this review. But I'm like, holy fuck, those things are so hard. I literally, my first one, I spent a whole hour just trying to kill this one fucking bitch Valkyrie. And yeah, so, and then the next one that I try to encounter and try to fight, I like died a couple times. I'm like, I'm, I can't do this again, like, I know I'm not gonna, I'm, this is gonna take me two, three hours of fee- to kill, and I know, like, when I get that, like, l- that health bar down to a little sliver, she's gonna just, like, one-hit kill me, so, yeah, there's them, which are fun, they're not, I mean, they're cheap, but, like, you find ways to beat them, like, you learn, which is really cool, plus, there's a, there's New Game Plus, where you can, like, bump up the, uh, The difficulty, but you can keep like all your armor and all your, your abilities and your upgrades and you can play through the story again, which is really cool. Also, probably uh, one of the best opening levels to a game I have ever played. I mean, I will kind of, it kind of gets into a little bit of a critique. I mean, it doesn't really fully match that awesomeness from the very beginning, the opening sequence, but it comes incredibly close multiple times. So yeah, God of War, definitely check it out on um, what are uh, on PS4, play it if you haven't. If you have a PS4 and you haven't played this game, don't don't be that don't be that guy. Don't be like me and wait for like the PS5 to come out. Just just buy it and play it. Just just do it, guys. Just just fucking do it. <sighs> moving on. We are moving on up. Star from the bomb now it. stop from the bomb now it the fuck is wrong with me? Jesus. It's probably the alcohol. But uh, yeah, so moving on, we're talking a a Star Wars topic. So this is always interesting for me because um, my very first episode on this channel, granted, it was a shit episode because I had shit video quality and shit audio quality. But uh, yeah, not anymore. So um, I'm probably going to continue to summarize my thoughts in that video where it's just me shitting on the Disney Star Wars movies, really. And just kind of talking about the state of Star Wars, and uh, yeah, uh, so I watched uh, on the new Clone Wars um, series, the new Clone Wars season on Disney Plus. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Clone Wars, the animated series, it takes place between Attack of the Clones, Episode Two, and Revenge of the Sith, Episode Three of the prequels. Now. I absolutely love the uh, Clone Wars the animated show um, I know it started off pretty rough like season one and plus that animated movie that kicks it off it's pretty rough to watch and some like some of it is like okay this is probably gonna be shit but if you you know if you've seen it and you're a Star Wars fan, you know that it gets a lot better and there's some incredible incredible episodes. Of Star Wars: Clone Wars, um, in uh, in in the show, and uh, yeah, so this is the final season, so it, it really uh, it it's uh, ending it. It's ending the series. Um, if you're unfamiliar, the guy responsible for this is a guy named Dave Filoni, who kind of was a sort of understudy to uh, George Lucas, and he you know started developing um, Clone Wars when George still kind of owned the rights of. Um, Star Wars and Lucasfilm was still around so Dave Filoni is primarily still responsible for this ending series so um, again like I said I'm a huge massive Star Wars fan and I hope hopefully you guys uh, know that I am not a huge proponent of the new Disney Star Wars movies at least Um, I thought Rogue One is really great I thought the solo movie was enjoyable but still not doesn't really feel it didn't really feel like Star Wars to me. Um it's still a good enjoyable film but um sorry I thought I heard something from, there's just shit happening noise everywhere in my apartment. But uh whatever getting back to Star Wars. Solo was it was enjoyable it didn't really feel like Star Wars though. Force Awakens awesome film, awesome to like way to start it off but relies on the sequels to like really get, like, really, really love it, and unfortunately, The Last Jedi sucks, and The Rise of Skywalker, honest, I honestly think, is even worse, um, but, uh, yeah, um, they suck, um, but then they, you know, bring it back with The Mandalorian, which I thought was really cool, I mean, again, I'm not one of those guys who's like, oh, yeah, The Mandalorian is, like, the greatest fucking thing ever, it's not, but, I mean, it's still really fun, it's still cool Star Wars and being in that world, but, Again, it's just, you know, it's a bounty hunter, just doing bounty hunter things. I mean, sprinkling a little bit of a baby Yoda, and then, that, yeah, okay, this is really cool. Um, hopefully, I think the second season might be a little bit better, though. So, I'm definitely going to be checking that out. And then, the um, Star Wars uh, Jedi The Fallen Order came out, the video game, by uh, what Respawn, I believe, uh, and EA. Fucking EA. But, um, yeah, I haven't finished it. Uh, I think I'm at Dathomir, and I've heard that, like, once you, like kind of get past Dathomir, it really like it really picks up in like the final third. So I'm gonna have to finish that. So I really like the game, but like I'm not like, oh, this is like the greatest thing ever, but I heard it's kind of like the greatest thing ever, like at the end and especially the way it ends. So I'm definitely gonna try to get back into it. But um yeah, um I I love Clone I love the Clone Wars and I was super excited to see this. I I waited until all the episodes were on so I could binge it all. Now uh, the final season is split up into sort of three main stories. Uh, it's twelve total episodes, so there's three main story arcs. So the first four is their its own story. This like the second four, the middle four is its own story, and then the final four is definitely its own story, and we'll be getting into that. But uh, yeah, um, it starts off kind of it's typical Clone Wars. I think the first four episodes are uh, dealing with this uh, this Bad Batch, is kind of a squad of stormtroopers that kind of had. They, I guess they're the bad batch of clones, not Stormtroopers, clones. Um, and uh, yeah, and they're trying to get um, another possible, another clone who was supposedly dead, and they're trying to rescue him. And it's, it's definitely a clones um, story arc, which I thought was really cool. And I really enjoyed the the first four episodes. I thought the first four was definitely a typical Clone Wars type of story and was very, very cool. And very, a really enjoyable the second four, you uh, revisit the character Ahsoka. Now, if you don't know, a little bit of a spoiler from the Clone Wars, Ahsoka may or may not have distanced herself from the main story of the on Clone Wars series, and it's kind of you, you kind of pick up with her, and it's her story. Like it's like letting you know, like, oh, this is what Ahsoka is doing after you know what happened in the previous Clone Wars episodes and Clone Wars seasons. Now, those these four episodes, I love Ahsoka as a character. She definitely grows on you over time in the Clone Wars, even though she kind of starts out being kind of annoying, but she's developed into something special, a really special Star Wars character, and I, I love her. I think she's awesome. But uh, these, four, these middle four episodes are pretty fucking boring. Um, they're kind of throwaway. I mean, they're not shit. I mean, there's some interesting... Um, moments in them where you know gives you another perspective on how other people view um, the Jedi Order. You know they don't maybe not everyone um, perceives them as you know saints and like good, you know good people. Um, so it's a d- cool, it's cool to add um, different perspectives on here, which I thought was really cool. I liked that. Plus, it uh, gives you uh, a look into what the District thirteen thirteen um, was is. I know um, they were uh, planning a, a video game called Star Wars thirteen thirteen, which is like a, a district, a bottom district in um, towards like um, deep into uh, Coruscant. And it's kind of like the slums. It's like kind of where a bunch of crime happens, and you know, crime lords, you know, try to lurk and take over the system down there because no one really gives a fuck about it. And that's where um, Ahsoka, you know, ends up in the, in those four episodes. Which, again, they're not terrible, but I thought they were pretty boring and throwaway. Now, for the first eight episodes, are worth watching. I mean, they're they're fun. But um, the last four episodes of this final season ha- is some of the best Star Wars has ever been. Honestly, since the original trilogy, and I can I can dead ass say that as a fact from me, who is a massive Star Wars fan. At when the final four episodes ended, of um star wars clone wars season seven i was blown away i was like that is the best star wars has okay you know what maybe it hasn't been it's not the best star wars has ever been since the original trilogy but it's sure as shit the best star wars has ever been under disney when disney's owned it and it's some of the best star wars i've seen I've experienced in a long time long time I mean I'm like let's just get in in terms of um just Canon I mean scrapping all the expanded universe stuff that really isn't legitimate anymore this is definitely the best Star Wars has ever been since the original trilogy in terms of Canon that's that Star Wars that's actually Canon I mean, like, the Bane Trilogy is the shit. You know, Knights of the Old Republic is the shit. I mean, I'm not saying they aren't. But, I mean, in terms of canon right now, that actually exists, that's real, that's been confirmed, is these four episodes. Now, these four uh, last four episodes are completely different from the first eight. I mean, they even start off differently. You know, the, if you're unfamiliar with the Clone Wars series, you know, they're, like, uh, a narration kind of starts off of, like, you know what we're picking up and and what's going to be going on in the episode. Sort of like a, it's almost like a sitcom-y type of voice. And she's like, oh, the clone troopers have been doing this on this planet and uh, here we are. You know, that, that type of voice uh, narrating the very first couple episodes. Not in the last four. I think um, the directors and Dave Filoni knows what these last four episodes are and what they are is a film. They are film quality and they're so good. I will say this, the people responsible for these last four, fil- last four, I'm like I'm referring to them as a film because I mean it's four episodes, each one of them are 20 minutes long. I mean, that's what an hour and a half. That's that's feature that's feature film length. But um uh the pe- the people behind the last four are have to be massive Blade Runner fans because these last four, honestly, it's not like start any Star Wars that I've ever experienced. Like, coming down to the music, to the different types of shots, and honestly, the writing and the concepts and the dark nature of these four episodes. I'm like, yo, dude, like, you see what's coming? Because these last four episodes kind of really... they go up to Revenge of the Sith, and they intersect with Revenge of the Sith. So if, you, if you're if you familiar with what happens in Revenge of the Sith, you, you know what's going to be happening in these last four episodes. Execute Order 66. So yeah, the last four episodes are just the shit. I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it, and I honestly just want to rewatch it right now. <laughs> I want to rewatch the entire series of The Clone Wars just because of these last four episodes. They're so good. Um, like I said, like, uh, they're a huge Blade Runner fans. The music is kind of like Blade Runner 2049. It's really weird, but it also melds really well with Star Wars. They do it incredibly well. And there's like, there's certain shots, especially at the very end, like the last shot of Clone Wars is so amazing. Literally, it floored me. I was like, this, this is what I needed out of Star Wars when when Disney bought the rights from George Lucas I'm like this is what I've wanted for the longest time this emo- just I mean again if you haven't seen the Clone Wars series and you're going into this you're not going to have that same reaction I'll tell you tell you now you need to watch the entire series of Clone Wars now if that seems to be pretty daunting to you because there's a lot of episodes there's cheat sheets online of which episodes that you need to watch in in what order and some and the episodes also that you can just skip because there are a lot of shitty episodes you know especially the ones with droids and jar jar they're shit they're awful but um maybe there's a couple of them that are decent and that have some specific story beats that you need to watch but um yeah, um, there's cheat sheets out there. Go look them up. A quick Google search, print out a sheet of what episodes you need to watch in what order, and then you can go. And you can just watch the full season, season seven. Just watch the first four and then the final four, I think. Um, You can kind of skip the middle four. They're really, they don't really fucking matter. Unless you care about what Ahsoka's been doing, you know? But I mean, Ahsoka's the main character in the last four, so like you still get Ahsoka. It doesn't really matter. So those, those middle four, I don't know why they even made those. Honestly, I don't even know why they made the first eight. Just make the final four. Like you should have just extended it maybe a little bit to like six episodes or something. Just come out. That's the last season. But I mean, I still kind of dug the first four, but yeah. Um, um, yeah, the, it's just so good. I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't talk about it I can't love it enough it's it's just it's it's phenomenal and if you're just a, even a little bit into Star Wars if you're just a Star Wars fan um, watch Clone Wars I, I highly recommend it it's some of the best Star Wars you can get out there and it says a lot about the series that the Clone Wars makes the prequels better like it makes them better like it validates the story that George Lucas was trying to tell you know? Like, these, like, you see the camaraderie between Anakin and Obi-Wan. Like, you see where that relationship blossoms and grows into. And Ahsoka's an awesome character. And there's so many awesome characters that get introduced. And it's the shit. It's just the shit. So, yeah, check it out. Um, Yeah, Clone Wars. It's the shit. Um, so now, whew, it's getting really hot in my room, man. Ooh, just, like, do this a little bit. Jesus Christ. It's getting hot out there, boys and girls. I mean, again, I live um, in Pennsylvania. I live in the Pittsburgh area. So I mean, like 60, 70 degree weather is actually kind of hot. It's pretty hot um, um, here. So yeah, I I prefer cold weather. I'm used to cold weather. But I mean, I live in the northeast of the United States. It's, you know, it gets pretty cold. But anyway, let's get get into the main or a big main event here. And the next five of my top 100 list, guys. Uh, yeah, so it's been a little bit since I've done this, I think. Maybe a couple episodes, or did I do it two episodes ago? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But before I get into the running down my next five, just a couple. Sorry, I'm burping. Oh, geez. Uh, a couple little bit, of, a little bit, a little exc- exclaimers. Oh, my God, I can't talk. Just a little disclaimers, um, before I get into this, um, all these movies that I'm going to list out um, all have the movie magic. And if you don't know what the movie magic is, I give a film after I ever, every time I review a film, I give it um, a rating whether it has the Mikey's movie magic or not. And it's basically saying whether I loved it or I didn't. I mean, I mean, again, some movies that don't have this are just kind of okay. I mean, I think a lot of the movies that I've watched are just kind of okay that haven't gotten the movie magic i would say maybe one of them is kind of bad but um yeah all films that have the movie magic are amazing and all of these do i mean they're in my top 100 of all time i mean of course they're all going to have my movie my movie magic and also i'm not going to be going into depth with any of these movies i'm just going to like talk a kind of brief description of them if you know maybe they're not widely known if they're a little bit of obscure films which some of them some of them might be um and like what i like about and whether there might rise and fall on my list and also all this is just my opinion um so i'm not saying objective fact these are the top 100 films of all time and this is exactly where they should go this is just kind of a sort of a little loose like ranking of my top 100 favorite films and they, they they change over time i would say maybe Once we get to 50, those are the films that kind of are set in stone. Going to be in my top 100 no matter what, whether it's that order or not. And I think once we get past 20, um, the order is pretty much set in stone. And everything is kind of like, I've never really changed those over the years. But So, yeah. Jesus, let's just get into it. Fuck, Michael. Just tell me the next five of your list. Shit. But anyway, so number 70, that's where we left up. Number 70, we have The Truman Show. Um, the Truman Show, uh, starring Jim Carrey, um, directed by Peter Weir. Came out in, what, 1998? Damn, that's what, you know, like 12 years ago. Um, also starring Laura Linney, uh, especially if you're a huge fan of Ozark, she's in this one. She's really good in this, too. Uh, also, Ed Harris is Um, in it but the main thing about this one is how good jim carrey is and how great of a dramatic actor he can be it's kind of crazy between this and eternal sunshine of spotless mind you're just like whoa man jim carrey is a really good dramatic actor and he has a lot of potential um whether he kind of fulfilled that or not uh, in terms of dramatic acting eh, i mean he produced two phenomenal films and this is one of them um i just love the truman show and it's a very interesting concept to think about like what if you know, someone's just been filming your life, like, the whole time you've been living, like, that's a scary thought, and it's just like, oh, Jesus, is someone, like, watching me all the time? Well, fuck, that's not a smoke alarm, that's a camera, that's a hidden camera, motherfucker. Your whole life is on display, that would be scary. (laughs) Now, we don't want that, Jesus Christ, but, um, yeah, um, yeah, the Truman Show is great, plus it's, it can be really funny, and also just very touching, especially the end is really cool, just kind of, Making your own destiny and choosing your own path, I think, is really cool. And it's, it's it has a lot of great themes in it. Um, whether this is going to rise and fall, I think this is pretty set in stone. This is definitely going to be in my top 100. I love this film so much. So, yeah, The Truman Show, number 70. Um, moving on here a little bit. Number 69. <laughs> giggity, giggity. <laughs> 69, get it? <laughs> I'm a child. I know, I get it. But um yes, number 69 we have Goodwill Hunting um starring um Matt Damon, uh Ben Affleck, Robin Williams, um Minnie Driver. Stellan Skarsgård's in it for a bit and also Casey Affleck's in it. Directed by Gus Van Sant, written by Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and Gus Van Sant, which is kind of cool. Came out in uh, ni- 1997. Um if you're unfamiliar with Goodwill Hunting, I mean it's just about a guy who's kind of like uh, the street rat who knows everything and is incredibly smart and likes to, you know, show that to other people. But there's a lot more to it than that. I would say probably my favorite um, Robin uh, Robin Williams performance. Uh, probably one of my favorite scenes of all time when he's uh, telling Matt Damon, it's not your fault. I mean, such an emotional scene and all honestly gets me, like pretty teary-eyed, teary-eyed every time I see that you know, just being like, oh, you know, this isn't, it's not your fault, stop blaming yourself for, you know, all this shit, and stop taking it out on yourself, and I do that a lot, and it's very a deep emotional connection with that scene, plus, I, I just think Robin Williams is a wonderful actor, I think, you know, it's, you know, when he, when he died, it was incredibly emotional for me, because I loved him so much, I thought it was awesome, and it's really, it's really unfortunate that he went, um, especially the way he did, um, but, uh, yeah, Goodwill Hunting is really great. I'm looking at the Rotten Tomato score. It has a 97%. So if you haven't seen Goodwill Hunting, see it because it has a Ron Tomato score, so it must be amazing. Well, I can verify that it is. Um very emotional film. Paul po- also can can be pretty funny and kinda awesome. And just a cool story. Um, you know, Matt Damon's awesome in it. But I think the main draw here is definitely Robin Williams' performance to me, and that's why I keep revisiting this one. That's why it's in the top one hundred. So yeah, will it rise and fall. I would say this one would probably fall. Um, has a more ch- a bigger chance to fall rather than rise. Um, but still, fantastic film and definitely deserves to be in my top one hundred. Uh, moving on to number sixty eight. Number sixty eight, we have Stand by Me. That's right, probably the best, one of the best coming of age stories ever. Um, I'm sure we'll be talking about another one early on in this list, directed by Rob Reiner. Um, stars uh, River Phoenix. Um, what's his name? Um, Will Wheaton's in it. Corey Feldman. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland's in it, too, which is great. You know, a classic story about a couple kids who, you know, find a dead body. <laughs> you know, it's it's the shit. Um, based off of a, a Stephen King short story, um... It's awesome. Um it's very old. It came out what? In theaters in 86, 1986. Damn, like year I was the year my brother was born. Shit, it's a fucking old one. But uh, yeah, a fantastic film. I mean, you see here why River Phoenix was so like up and coming cuz just like, yo dude. This dude's a fucking like preteen and holy shit, this this kid is amazing at acting. So yeah, really great film. It's very, also very touching and very relatable, too. I think this is a, a very relatable film for me, I think, um, because, you know, just, like, brings back a lot of memories of, like, you know, being kids and, like, having, you know, your neighborhood friends kind of, like, you know, go out in the woods and do whatever the fuck and fuck around and do stuff that maybe you shouldn't have done. <laughs> some stuff, that some mischief, maybe. But, uh, yeah, um, I think this one, if anything, has a chance to rise, in my opinion. Stand By Me is really great, and it's a classic film. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's awesome. So, moving on to number 67. uh, One of my personal—it's definitely a very personal film for me. Very awesome. Um, We have uh, Field of Dreams. Um, Field of Dreams. Um, stars Kevin Costner, and that's pretty, pretty much the best. I mean, Ray Loyota is in it too. and James Earl Jones is in it as well. But, uh, this is a very personal film for me. Um, it's about a, a guy who has a farm and he, you know, hears a voice and, a, and the the voices, you know, if you build it, they will come. Or no, if you build it, he will come. Um, he, you know, referring to his father who, who passed away. And, you know, if when he, uh, his vision that he sees is a baseball field in the middle of his cornfield. So he kind of builds it. <laughs> so he will come. Um, and whoever, you know, you kind of just have to, it's a very personal film for me because, Um, I played baseball, and my father, you know, coached me in baseball, and I, you know, baseball's my favorite sport, and it's always been my favorite sport, even though, you know, recently it's kind of been going downhill for me a little bit because the Pirates are just, you know, I just give up. I just gave up. I'm just giving up on them at this point, but, uh, you know, I'll always have, you know, a special place in my heart for the game of baseball, and my, my father coached me and, you know, taught me pretty much everything that I know about baseball, and he passed away when I was 14, so, um this is definitely a very um, film that's very special to me and very it connects with me on a very deep emotional level especially the end i cry every time uh, and I'm, I'm not ashamed of saying that like it's 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 pretty hard not to for me because <laughs> you know i i would love to you know play catch with my dad again but um i can't so that kind of sucks so yeah field of dreams it's awesome. It's baseball magic. It really encapsulates how magical the game can be and it says a lot of you know where baseball's gone to at this point. And it's just kind of it lost it's lost a lot of that magic and it's very that's very disappointing to me, but what are you gonna do? It's life. Um, so moving on to the final film that we're gonna be talking about on this list number 66 um we have uh, Quinn Tarantino's Django Unchained. I think this is the first, I think this might be the first Tarantino film on here. I believe I have to check. I have to check back on that. I don't. I, I don't have my top one hundred memorized, guys. I maybe have my top ten memorized, but uh, we'll get there eventually. But yeah, Django Unchained. Uh, yeah, no, this is definitely the first Tarantino film. I wrote it down. I can't clearly can't read my own notes, but. Really brings back that spaghetti western. It's so bloody. It's so funny. It, the action is amazing. The story is amazing. The characters are amazing. The acting is amazing. I mean, it's Tarantino, so you know the dialogue is amazing. I mean, it's a western, so like you kind of have to be into that. But even if you're not into that, you might be into this one. Because <laughs> it's like a modern... It's even a more modern take on a western. It's more fast-paced than a normal, slow western, which I also can really get into. But... Yeah, if you haven't seen Django, it's the shit. Um I think this one definitely has a chance to rise, but also has a little bit of a chance to fall. It's not my favorite Tarantino film, but it's up there. I mean there's a couple more ahead of this one that I love even more. I think there's maybe might be four or five more. Depends. But uh yeah. Django Unchains the shit. Check it out. And uh yeah, with that, guys, that's the uh that's the it. That's it for uh the top the uh the top 100 list for this episode the next five so number 70 through 76 so I hope you guys enjoyed my 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 next five okay I'm, God I'm I'm all over the place here with my notes guys Jesus Christ but uh, yeah so kind of coming to the end here I think we're pretty good on time here I kind of want to make it a little bit longer than you know. 40 to 50, 40 to 50 minutes, which is where we're kind of at. But so with that, I'm going to introduce a little bit of a new segment here. I know there's really not a lot of people watching this podcast yet, but I'm going to sort of introduce a new segment, which is where I'm going to take at least one, like, you know, one of your comments, you know, you can ask me a question on any one of my videos. I will see it because there's obviously not a lot of people watching these. But um, yeah, I'm just gonna like I'm gonna take a little bit of segment of my th- of my episode, and I will answer your specific question. I will you know, I will you know call you out. <laughs> I will say your name, and I'll probably put your comment over here somewhere, and so anyone everyone can see it on YouTube at least. And uh, I'll read it and I'll answer it. And with that, um, I mean again, this is not obviously not going to be every episode because clearly not a lot of, enough people are. You know, watching and commenting, which is totally fine. I don't really give a shit. But I mean, when you do, I will make it a point to put it in my episode. So unless it's like a why I love, but a normal episode, I will put it in. Don't worry. And if there's more than one, I'll, I'll answer two or three. It doesn't matter. I don't know. Maybe I'll split it into more episodes. Who knows? But for now, I'm gonna I'm just gonna ask myself a question. And my question to myself is, why the fuck? Did you start a podcast? And why did you call it Nerd Out Sanctuary? And why is it on YouTube? And also audio podcasts like Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. Just a really quick plug there. If you're just listening, I'm also on YouTube, fuckers. Watch my videos, boys and girls. If there are any girls watching. but Clearly they came for this magical face. Because I'm just the best looking dude ever. Not really. But anyway, so why did I start this podcast? Um, I kind of go into that a little bit in my, like, trailer to my channel of, like, you know, what is Nerd Out Sanctuary. But um, I started this mainly because, one, obviously I love movies. And I love, you know, TV and video games and, you know, nerdy shit, nerdy entertainment. And I love talking about it. And, uh, you know, I don't really have a lot of people to talk about it with. I mean, my friends and my family and my coworkers are, like, kind of, sort of into stuff. That I'm into, they're, like, they're just kind of, like, like almost, like, surface level into it. I mean, I would say probably my, the other, my only person in my life, maybe my brother, is a little, is a little bit more into the things that I'm into more than everyone else around me. But there's really not a lot of people that I can talk about, you know, the things that I really want to talk about. So I just end up talking to myself. And I was just like, oh, why am I talking to myself? Why can't I just fucking talk to a microphone and put it online? And maybe, you know, make some friends on here and who will uh, hold similar interests. So, and that's why I did it, and, um, you know, I was thinking about it, doing it for a while, and then I was just like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna, you know, get a fucking microphone, cheap one, and just use my phone first couple, and just figure out how to do it, and that's what I did, and now I I upgraded to an actual legitimate recorder, whether it's, you know, good quality or not, I mean, it's kind of up to you guys, I think it's serviceable for now, I'll probably upgrade it eventually if this ever really turns into something, you know, I got a microphone, which I've been, I've been told that is pretty good quality, you know, which I think it, I, I'll, I tend to agree, I think it's a pretty good quality microphone, and I probably stick with it until I get like a, an actual set, you know, this is my apartment, so this is temporary, I mean, I'm moving out of here at the end of November, or maybe even um, beginning of November, because that's when my lease is up, and you can bet your fucking ass I'm not renewing it, but, uh, yeah, so um, my set will definitely change and probably will get a little bit better. I might move back home because, you know, just kind of recoup a little bit more of, you know, my pay. So I might think about actually, you know, purchasing a house instead of doing this whole apartment thing and just throwing my money away. But, uh, yeah, and I would like to have my own place, my own home, and just take, a, take care of it and not worry about noise and shit. That just is a, little, a lot more a- appealing to me than a fucking apartment. Excuse me and dealing with people, ugh, fucking people, bro, people are the, I don't want to say people are the worst, but, like, man, oh, I can, like, they can really be fucking annoying, you know, they might not even, like, think they're annoying, too, like, I just haven't, like, when I was, uh, getting my car inspected, I didn't wait in there, because I didn't want to, you know, be near anyone, so I just kind of took a walk around, and then I sat on this park bench, and I was, like, leaning forward a little bit on my phone, with my mask on, and everything, a fucking like old lady like like you near know, like walks by me and just like oh your feet are in my way and I'm like then fucking like walk around them bitch Jesus get the fuck out of here like you're like coming close to me to tell me that my feet are in my way when you can like me be giving me fucking coronavirus thanks a lot for telling me that my feet are in my way like they're not they weren't even in that way like I was just kind of sitting leaning forward I mean I guess my feet were a little bit forward but I mean like. The curb is pretty wide. The sidewalk's kind of wide, bruh. Just walk around. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, but I have to voice my opinion because uh, my opinion's important. Fucking Jesus, old ladies, Jesus Christ, get the fuck out of here. It's the alcoholism speaking. Also, when I drove into my apartment today, there's like this giant like convoy of like parents with their kids and a bunch of balloons i guess they're celebrating graduation it's probably high school graduation get the fuck out of here no one gives a shit good job well done you graduated high school probably the easiest thing you could ever do in your life well done good job come back to me when you graduate college that's an accomplishment i'll give you that because not everyone can do that everyone can graduate high school like I got like a 3-4 in high school without barely trying. Like, I barely tried. I tried occasionally and I got a 3-4. Just like like what do you have to get to graduate? A 2.0? Pff, come on. You can graduate. Get the fuck out of here. Just do just do some homework. Just do your fucking homework. It doesn't even have to be doing it well. Get the fuck just Yay, we graduating. <sighs> okay. Alright, get the fuck out of here. Get out of my fucking way. Let me park, please. Anyway, getting back to why I started this podcast, (laughs) also because I like ranting, I guess, even though I want to spread positivity about this stuff. But uh, yeah, also, yeah, I just want to spread positivity about, you know, entertainment that I love and just kind of share that with you guys, whoever wants to watch. And, uh, you know, hopefully you can take, I can like build up a rapport, you know, with you guys and you can trust my opinions and kind of look to me for your, you know entertainment review content and you know kind of make you like hopefully have you guys spend your time a little bit better and hopefully kind of increase your taste in movies and tv and video games or whatever so that's kind of why i did this that's why i did this podcast is why i created it and i love doing it and i'm gonna keep doing it um so yeah uh, that's kind of the episode guys that's pretty much it random bullshit segment at the end i mean again if i don't get any comments i mean whatever you know, I'm still going to do this. I'm still going to be putting these up. But uh, yeah, uh, with that, guys, um, if you're unfamiliar with my show, um, I like to give a little bit of an episodic message at the end of um, my regular Nerd Out Sanctuary episodes. And that message is that it's okay to not be okay. I mean, I know this is a little bit hard to give this message at a time like this this when it's a time of uncertainty and no one really knows what the fuck is happening in this world. And 2020 just is just turned out to be just the fucking worst year. But, um, you know, it's it's just kind of it, 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 I know it's tough to be mentally strong at times like these. But I mean, it, again, it could be worse, you know, it could be an absolutely deadly virus but I mean, like, again, I'm not trying to minimize it, like, some people are having a really hard time, and a lot of people are very scared, you know, including my mom, you know, she's, she's kind of afraid of this whole thing, and I don't blame her, like, I don't fucking blame her, I'm a little bit nervous about it, but, you know, it seems to be getting a little bit better, hopefully we don't have that big of a spike in, in cases, when uh, you know, our, with our country opening up a little bit, but, um, yeah, I just want to say, you know, if you're feeling down, kind of having a shitty fucking day, just know that tomorrow's more than likely going to be better. Tomorrow's going to be better. Tomorrow's a new day and make it, you know, take those really awful negative experiences in your life and try to use them in a positive light. You know, try to use them as personal growth and, you know, lessons to be learned and be better and, to you know, learn how to, you know, develop as a person because that's what I did when I, you know, ran into some pretty huge obstacles in my life. But, um, yeah, so... That's pretty much it. Um, I know uh, I'm, I'm working uh, two night shifts this week, but I'm going to be off on Wednesday, so I might I might put out a little bit of a small episode on Wednesday or maybe later in the week. Eh, probably not. I'm going to be too fucking tired because I know I'm not going to get any fucking sleep during the day because they're working still construction working on my, the roof of my apartment, and I, I live on the first floor. It sounded like someone was drilling a fucking hole in my roof earlier today. So, yeah, um, hopefully t- next week's not f- complete garbage. But look for another episode next week. Um, we'll see. Um, again, I know these are, um, you know, shit's not totally crazy at work yet. So I'm probably still going to try to get another episode out, out to you guys next week. When where When that's going to be, I don't really know. But uh, yeah, definitely expect one a ye- uh, a week from when this one uploads. So hopefully, I can keep doing that, and I'm gonna try to keep doing that. Um, you know, expect some you know a little bit hi- a little hiatuses here and there, depending on how much I'm gonna be working. Um, if I'm working like you know five or six, ten, ten hour shifts um, in during weeks, uh, I don't know how many of these I'm gonna be doing because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be pretty fucking tired. I'm 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 tired when I get home from a fucking eight-hour shift. So when I'm, like, not even really doing that much at work. So we'll see. Just trying to get back in the swing of things and trying to, you know, juggle these. But uh, I love doing this, and I'm going to keep doing this. So uh, with that, guys, um, that's the episode of Nerd Out Sanctuary. I think we're at, what, a fucking hour? Almost. So, yeah, that's it, guys. And uh, comment. Uh, I appreciate it. Try to spread the word on my channel if you like it. Tell your friends, your family. Um, you know, if you think I give good recommendations, definitely try to, you know, put your friends on to me. I would uh, really fucking appreciate it. I would love to get more viewers on here and more subscribers. I think that would be pretty, pretty awesome. But uh yeah, and also comment down below um whether it's on this episode or my clips that I put out, I'll read all of them. I read all of them and I respond to you. And if you respond to a question. Uh, with a question, I will read it and answer it on my next um, episode. So that will also be, you know, a good help to me because, you know, I'm struggling to find time to watch things um, and to, you know, review them. So, you know, that would be awesome. It would, it would be a huge help to me, and I would love to hear from you guys. I love hearing from you from you guys and, you know, the feedback and everything. I love it. So, yeah, do that. I will answer you. And, uh, yeah, so with that, guys, that's, that's the episode. Um, if you're just listening on audio platforms, I'm here on YouTube. If you're just watching on YouTube, know that there's also a podcast. I'm on Spotify, uh, iTunes, and Google Play. So, yeah, we're official here, guys. We're real. You know, we're an actual podcast. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, again, I still don't really know how to end these. So, bye. Goodbye. Wait. Am I gone? Are we are we are we are we done? Is this over? Yes, it's fucking over, Michael. Bye guys.